How talented is Florida State commitment? Well, Wayne McCoy. You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back in. This is a bonus edition of Locked On Seminoles on a Saturday. I am your host, Brian Smith, and thank you for making this show your first listen each and every day here on the Locked On Network. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Network, your team every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. If you're like me, you're looking for a part, and actually I am right now for my Honda, but that's a, that's a story all to itself. Regardless of which kind of car you get and you have or you want to get, at some point you're going to need a part. If you're like me, you're probably pretty frustrated with the market in general and what's going on with the prices. eBay Motors is another great option. Please give them a look. It's an opportunity to kind of get over the hump because every chance you get to save a dollar in today's economy is a good one. Uh, this episode of Locked On is, is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about to, each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for these parts to fit, head over to eBay Motors. Look at the green check. Stay in the game with eBay's guaranteed fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligibility items only. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. Um, talking a little bit about Wayne McCoy today, and this is an interesting situation because I went and saw him and I watched Central. I'll be talking about some of their other players coming up and we're just going to do about a 10, 15 minute segment here, but I want to break down the following points about him because I don't think he's discussed enough. And this Saturday episode is something I'm going to probably do quite a bit anyway, I'm hoping to do it each week that I'm not on the road, et cetera. Saturdays are a little iffy because of travel during the season, but when I can, I'll try to get an episode saved for Saturday mornings or in the evening, et cetera, on Friday. So with Will Wayne, I want to mention all the following parts, and I'm going to put up a picture that I just posted on my Twitter page. Will Wayne McCoy is, give or take, 170, 180 pounds. Very twitchy. He's fast. It's good hands, all of those things. But the most important thing, and I've been trying to figure out if I could just pick one category, what would I say about him? Why would I like him the most? That's debatable. But the biggest thing is probably just make sure that you note that well, Wayne McCoy is a guy that makes the clutch catch. That's an old cliche, right? He makes the clutch play. Well, he actually does. Last night's game for Miami Central, they played all the way up at Ocala Vanguard. And like a lot of high school teams, the first game of the year didn't go so fantastic in terms of the passing game. Central actually played three different quarterbacks. They're in a transition trying to figure out who it's going to be. McCoy still caught several passes, but all short. There was one deep ball or like a deep over that was overthrown and a handful of other shorter ones. But he snags it like he catches the football away from his body. It's a natural thing for him to do. Two, when he gets the ball, that's when the fun begins. He makes the first guy miss on a reverse, 
on a quick screen, on a hitch, a swing, it doesn't matter. I've seen him in seven on seven. I've seen him run the gauntlet drill, which I'll discuss momentarily. At Under Armour, very consistent young man. Very consistent. A lot of the speedy guys tend to not have great hands. That's just the opposite for Lil Wayne. Uh, quick story before I talk about the Under Armour gauntlet drill. When I was at IMG one day, the Polynesian Bowl was there doing some tryouts for kids to go to the Polynesian Bowl. It's a mid-January uh, post-prep uh, all-star game, not bowl game, all-star game. And Lil Wayne came up from Miami because he wanted to compete. He's just that guy. He wants to compete. So he came up. The first pass I turn and he's, he's there early because he's just that guy. First pass I turn and I look, it's a bomb. I'm like, oh, I think he'll get to it. Not only did Lil Wayne get to it, he just snags it with one hand. He's got that kind of talent that it's not a big deal. He makes it look very natural and easy. Now, I'm not saying any young man out there listening, don't be trying to catch one-handed bombs, but Lil Wayne did it just because he can to that point, that brings up positions. You have in a three wide offense, you got boundary, you got slot, and you got field, the outside flanker position. I think he's a slot in certain situations or a field. And that's why we're going to talk about the second part of this because he can run all the routes. He's got the hands. He's very quick and all that. We'll get into it, but the receivers, there's a little, little hedge to what's coming. Florida State's got some powerful and big receivers they just signed and kids in his class that kind of fit that. So this is going to be very good for him because he's going to get some single coverage. But the gauntlet drill that I mentioned at Under Armour, you get on one sideline and run directly across the field right on the line. And I mean as precise as you can. And that's how you're graded. You run fast. You look to the left or the right, however they got you to start. Catch the football drop it. You keep running. You never stop running. It's always run, 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 run. Then you catch, drop, look, and it's just down the line. Out of all the guys at the Under Armour event, and keep in mind, these are elite players. That are in, it's an invite only. He was the best one there at doing it. So I knew that he had an understanding of routes and being competitive, etc. He figured it out. So he gets done with the drill and he's going through some others. He does really well in one-on-ones. And I'm like, this kid just kind of gets football. Now, when you put that together, you got a savvy kid that can pick up different ideas and different concepts quickly, and you combine it with what Florida State is building at the wide receiver position, the class of 23. Let's talk about it a little bit. Hakeem, Stranahan High School in Fort Lauderdale National Recruit. He's probably going to be a boundary, big kid. I'm guessing he'll play at 220 at some point at Florida State. Darren Lawrence out of Seminole High School, really talented kid. He could play at several different spots. He's played slot. He's played outside. You could play him running back if you wanted to. Really strong kid. And then you have Vandravius Jacobs, a kid that is really shifty. He's similar to McCoy, uh, maybe slightly smaller. I'm not sure what his actual weight is right now. But he's he's from Vero Beach, really talented player. They got a complete class for a three-man rotation at re- or a three-man uh, setup at receiver. You put McCoy to that, even if that was the only receiver that Noel signed in this class, you look at a two-year bunch, you add McCoy to Williams, Lawrence, and Jacobs, that's really good. But that's also just the beginning, and this is why getting McCoy is so much fun. You also have B.J. Gibson, who I think, I I mentioned this in the first podcast, very underrated. He's from a 
big public county school in Georgia, probably not recruited, or at least the recruiting rankings, if you will, not where they should be. Very talented. Like a lot of kids could play more than one spot, but he can be dynamic and be in the slaughter outside and do it. Elijah Moore, the kid from Maryland, big-time talent, kind of in the same mold, if you will, as Hakeem Williams can play boundary, could play flanker, but probably boundary. And then you got Camden Fryer, who's arguably the most underrated kid in the 24 class for the Seminoles, a kid I've seen, really talented. He played for Team Dime 7-on-7. Seven seven. His dad, obviously, was the Florida State wide receiver in the early 90s, part of that 93 title team. Really sound route runner and strong, powerful kid. He reminds me of a lot of the players that you would have seen at Alabama or Clemson, et cetera, over the last half dozen to 10 years that were key contributors. Think of the 2016 game, speaking at Alabama Clemson, the touchdown pass that wins the game was to the slot, just good routes, good hands, consistency over, over, over again. All those cliches that coaches talk about, that was the winning play for Clemson to the slot receiver. So when you look at it, Overall, you're talking about a complimentary player in McCoy because there just are so many good receivers the Knowles are signing. But then it brings up this final point, just something to think about to wrap up this podcast. McCoy can make you miss in a phone booth. As a punt returner, by the way, he will be dynamic. Let me throw that in there just as an extra beyond receiver. He was just in warm-ups. He was really savvy about when to not take it, wave it off return it, fair catch it, et cetera. He gets that too. He's a, he's a very savvy football player. But if you get him in one-on-ones because you're doubling Hiking Williams or, or Lawrence or whoever it is, not only is he a matchup problem individually, but McCoy could also be that guy from different spots. Use him in motion, jet sweeps, and you can put him in the slot. He's a good route runner, so you can trust him outside on deep over routes, whatever it may be, and he can be an impact guy. When you have players that can do both inside and out and they're complemented with other guys and vice versa, it makes it really hard for the defense. I say this all the time and it's just really the the bottom line. You can't just recruit good team or good players. You need to, you need to really do some things that make them work together, like a boundary, a SWAT and an outside guy, all of them all the time. And if you don't, well, it's not going to work out real well. You have to be able to be balanced and make sure they work together. This is going to work really well for Florida State long-term. Now, I know they got – it's ironic. The starting lineup this year for Florida State might have three guys that are transfers. Keon, Michigan State, Johnny, I believe it's Arizona State. But then you add one more guy. I think the key possibly to the LSU game, and I'll talk about this more next week, is going to be the opportunity for Mr. Winston Wright to be the slot or whatever slot. They'll probably use combinations against LSU's forming secondary. I'll talk some of the, about that too. Their cornerback position has a bunch of transfers, and we're not sure how that's going to work out, but Florida State could hold an advantage. Long-term, we're going to see more chemistry at Florida State and more guys like Wayne McCoy that have the speed to make big plays and that are really unique. Anytime you get that, man, it, it's really hard for the opposing team to do something. So I think Florida State is on the right path with recruiting, and I think it's going to be something that can't be overlooked. Florida State Seminoles football recruiting is on the rise, and so is the program. So with that, please like this podcast. Please make sure that you share it. And above all else, if you got something to say, comment, 
If there's something you want to hear about, if there's a player you want to discuss, whatever it is, I'm happy to talk about it. So once again, everybody have a great day. Thank you very much.